popcorn ready. I'm here, so I won't get fined. It's about the stupid, I gotta say, it's the stupidest thing in sports. No! What? Get your big butt out of here! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fantasy Guides podcast, brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. I am here with Steven today. We call this one The Flex, and this is our rapid-fire start-sit advice for the week. Uh, this is all using Steven's season guide from ShopFantasyGuides.com. Steven, let's jump into it. Uh, did have a game last night. Not sure how much of this you caught. The Titans 16, Steelers 20. Um, I was watching on a laptop while the kids and the wife were watching uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, I think. Um, I think that's <laughs> well, one of them. <laughs> Which, well, by the way, do you watch those, Jesse? All the, oh, yeah. The, the, the Christmas one's by far the best. And it's obvious they could never get the same actors to do the voices <laughs> for oh, all the follow-up ones. It's right. so, it throws you so much. When I, I like look up, I'm like, who is talking right now? <laughs> but um, So, no, I did watch it uh, from the comfort of my laptop. But uh, it was, it, hey, Deontay Johnson, he finally <laughs> scores a touchdown. I, I posted a reel about it this morning. It's been 100. He had a, a 190 gap uh, target gap between touchdowns, which is oh like, oh, my God like a season and a half, a little more than a season and a half without getting a touchdown. So well, that was awesome. On the, yeah, and somebody on the guides uh, text chain said the last touchdown Deontay Johnson caught was from Big Ben. And that, yeah, that's when that he crazy? starts going, hmm, it's been a while. Yeah, uh, let's hope it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't go that long again. No um, kidding. There was a lot of missed points in this one, though. Um, there was, I believe, Najee Harris got stuffed uh, at least once at the goal line and, and didn't end up scoring. Um, you had George Pickens catch a touchdown that got overturned because he didn't toe drag. So he mm. barely stepped out of bounds. And then you had Jalen Warren uh, on a long, an amazing run where he bounced it outside and stretched for the pylon, but they said he stepped out right before he crossed the plane. Uh, and that's the one that Deontay Johnson ended up getting the, the, the short one-yard touchdown catch. But a lot of missing points uh, in this one. But it was a good game overall, I thought. Uh, I wasn't super excited about this one, Titans and Steelers, you know, but Derrick Henry looked good. DeAndre Hopkins looked good. And I, Jesse, I, I, I will say Will Levis is looking much better than I would have anticipated. Yeah, I, I did get to see um, the tail end of the first half. So I got to see yeah. him kind of driving him down the field with the hurry up offense. And mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Phillips also looked good. I was like, Kyle Phillips popping off from UCLA. I don't, you know, he didn't have a huge game or anything, but just uh, mm-hmm. if you're in super deep league, he he's on the field a lot. Um, and then, yeah, there was, he actually, uh, when I was watching, there were some missing points. He, he just barely missed a touchdown pass. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he came back down to earth, you know, he had eight points or something like that. So it's not like, uh, you know, he didn't light the world on fire, but he looks like he looked like an NFL quarterback. And that's kind of what yeah. you're looking for out of those, those first year guys. So, We'll have to see, but uh looked like the tools were there and we worried about accuracy, but he seemed pretty accurate to me. I think the other one that was tough was that right at the end of the first half there, if uh Tajay Spears just like keeps running, I think he might have thrown a touchdown right before the end of the half as well. Yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. He he like um, he did exactly what my fifth graders do. He turned and started backpedaling and then just like fell on his butt instead of running. And you could see in yeah. Will Levis's face, he was just like, <laughs> WTF, bro. Yeah. Like, just oh, keep running. I got, Kiefer was watching YouTube this morning. He goes, dad, what does WTF mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, not, it's not something you want to say, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but overall, I, I thought 
all the pieces that we want to be good in fantasy uh, did did pretty well last night. Even the the Steelers were able to run the ball with both Najee and Jalen Warren. So let's just hope this continues for for all players uh, moving forward. All right. Well, let's jump into the games. Uh, this first one on the list. This is a definitely making the quad box type of game. Oh, here. oh yeah. Well, it's it doesn't even need to make the quad box because it's in Germany. Oh They're yeah, playing NFL. this one in Germany. Yeah, so, NFL Network, seven thirty a.m. I love those when there's something going on. How about an over under over under of fifty one in the six and two Dolphins and the six and two Chiefs playing in Germany? Wow, yeah, I'm excited about this one. Although I got to figure out, I don't know that I get NFL Network. For some reason, I got to that. That will be figured out between now. <laughs> I, if I have to get like Jacob's login or something, that's I got to watch this game because I got yeah. I got a lot of I got Patrick Mahomes and super super flex. I got a lot of players uh, on both teams in this one. So I will be watching. Well, um, I but, tell you what, the the Germans got their money's worth with this one. These are two oh, of the yeah. most fun teams in the NFL right now. Oh, for sure. Um, well, in this one, obviously, Mahomes is a, is is a start. Um, I'm starting Pacheco as well. I think uh, I know Clyde Edwards Hilaire has been ruled out of this one. And so it's basically just going to be the two running backs, Pacheco and McKinnon. So I, I really like uh, Pacheco this week, like the receiver. Well, I like the receiver, Rasheed Rice. He's the only <laughs> one I'm trusting right now. Uh, it's a really good matchup. Um, I did make an adjustment to the guide, Jesse. I don't know if I told you this. I, you know, last year I did it where it was the the stats that I showed that the defense gave up was a season long thing. And then this mm-hmm. year I changed it to be more of a, um, over the last four games, you know, kind of a more recency thing. Right. But then right. after getting some feedback, I, I basically melded the two. So oh, we're getting okay. kind of an average of the season long with the more recent four game stretch. So okay. I think that gives maybe a little bit better of a picture in case you have like one of those weird, games you know over the last four weeks or if that defense happened to play like a really good quarterback or something to kind of skew the stats so i think this will be a little bit better so when i am referencing this this is kind of using fantasy guides uh metrics or rankings if you will so anyway so our metrics show rushi rice good matchup travis kelsey obviously starting him but uh moving on to you know what this is one of those things jesse this is start your Chiefs, start your dolphins right didn't we try to speed the show up with these Yep. And here exactly. I am bogging it down. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, start them all, uh, basically. All right. Love it. Moving on then. We've got our next morning game is the Vikings at the Falcons. Uh, Falcons are actually favored by four. Must be a little swing there based on no Kirk Cousins with that Achilles injury. Uh, over under of 37, low over under as well. Um, Jaron Hall, is that who's going to yeah, get the start? I yeah. think so. Um and if you look, Jesse, I, you are looking at the guide, correct? Mm-hmm. You can see I had to add Jaron Hall to the guide because his number sixteen obviously hasn't been input correctly. Mm, and yep. It looks it looks really off compared to the other Vikings. <laughs> so he was a late add to. The, he obviously wasn't in my guide prior to this. Mm. Um, I I think this is a big downgrade for yeah. Minnesota pass catchers. It has to be. Maybe once uh, they get Josh Dobbs. Uh, probably next week, I would guess. Once he's in the fold, um, things could be a little bit better. But big downgrade for the the Vikings offense. I'm still starting, you know, Hawkinson. Um, but Jordan Addison, it really depends on your situation. I'm not a, I'm not optimistic about it. I've got him as my wide receiver 34 this week so far. Um, and then the running backs. 
I just think the offense is going to struggle as a whole. I mean, look at the implied t- point total Vegas is giving the Vikings right. 16 and a 16 and a three quarters. So they're not expecting a lot of points. So I, I'm really only looking to start Hawkinson and I'd have to be in some deeper leagues, leagues for the other options. Um, and then on the Atlanta side of the football, definitely if you're looking for a streamer defense, uh, I mean, I did recommend them last week against, um, Will Levis and that backfired big time. Um, but, <laughs> I think that I think that they could come through this week. Uh, well, you know, one thing we didn't touch on, Jesse, is the huge downgrade uh, in the Titans uniforms. Yes. Sorry to go back, but it no. was so nice to see the Oilers last week. And then and then the NFL, like, did a cease and assist with the Tennessee Titans, which I I was confused by. <laughs> like, they no, know. No, 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 no. So it was uh, what it, it was, was. So the Houston Cougars. The Houston Cougars, the college team. They they have some Oilers looking jerseys. Mm. They mm. their their jerseys had, had like, but I thought it was so silly because it didn't look exactly the same. And who yeah. cares? Who cares yeah. that like some college team that is actually in Houston mm-hmm. is doing a Houston Oilers? But the NFL, the No Fun That's League, what it was. Gotcha. Yeah the, yeah, the No Fun League reached out to to the University of Houston and said you can't wear these uniforms anymore because they look too much like the Houston Oilers. And I was ah, like, that's such a bummer. It's like, promoting the NFL, you know? Yeah, and that was the point of the uniforms. And they're not yeah. the same. They're, they weren't the yeah. same. It doesn't it doesn't have like the Oilers logo. It still says Houston, but they just went with the powder blues, you know? And yeah. But but yeah, those Oilers, unis, we talked about that on the uh, on the pod this last oh, week. okay. Yeah, I wasn't on uh, that one, so apologies. Yeah, um, that, how was that, you know, sitting courtside watching a basketball yeah. game? Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Kelly Olnick, <laughs> who I chat with on, uh, he's in our league. He mm-hmm. was playing, so I had to go see him. One of my buddies has uh, four seats, so I was able to go and root for for Kelly. I, I did have people looking at me weird, and you know all the Nuggets fans around me. Right, <laughs> right. He was shooting free throws, and they were booing him. And uh-huh. he makes it, and I'm like. Yeah, Kelly. And then yeah. I, I look at everybody. I go. I'm just rooting for him. Just, just him. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, but, dude, I did. Well, I don't know if you're on the text chain, but uh, Russell Wilson was at the game. So I, yeah. He, he. You know, when the when the game ends, we were where our seats were. We're right where the Nuggets leave. You know, they leave the court. So they like rope it off to you. So you're kind of standing there. You have to wait for the Nugget players to like leave the court, and then they let you leave. Well, Russell Wilson had started to kind of make his way towards the exit and he was just stopped right in front of me. <laughs> like I'm looking at, you know, arm's length and I just look at him and I go, Russ, and I just put up the high five and he gave me a high five. So, uh, pretty, pretty exciting for me. That's know? awesome. That's awesome. Um, I will say though, the, you know, you look at NBA players, we're getting really off, off topic here. So I apologize, but you look <laughs> at NBA players and they look like, Oh yeah, I can't do what they can do. Like you see mm-hmm. them, they're dunking it where it doesn't even look like they're jumping. They're barely right. like when they're doing warm ups and stuff, you're like, Oh yeah, I can't physically do that. But then you see Russell Wilson and he's a good four inches shorter than me. Right. <laughs> like, you're like, how's that guy playing in the NFL? You just kind of <laughs> like do a Like he doesn't look like he should be in the NFL. But right. Anyway. Where was hey, I? Atlanta? We, got, we got some bye weeks this week, so we'll, I think we'll okay. still get through. We'll still get through right. on time. But yeah, yeah Atlanta so. looks like Taylor Heineke, maybe streamable type of deal. Yeah. Uh, so, so did it kind of seem like, I don't know, like, I guess I'm not surprised. We're not, you and I are not surprised Ritter got benched. 
but no. uh, it felt like it came kind of quick, but he has been pretty bad the last couple of weeks. He's made some huge turnovers, fumbling at the goal line, things like that. So uh, Heineke, who I don't expect him to be amazing or anything, but I do think he's going to help out the offense. I think we're going to see more dump offs to Bijan Robinson. I think we're going to see more uh, passes to Kyle Pitts and Drake London. I think overall, I think he gives this, offense a little bit of an uplift so um i like drake london in this one i like uh the matchup is a little bit tougher for Bijan. minnesota has been pretty good against the running backs but it doesn't matter you're still starting him but um but yeah i, I i'm overall i want these guys in my lineup i think i think they get an upgrade all right next game here the seahawks are at the ravens uh ravens are favored by six over under a 44 so kind of a middle of the road points uh implied points what are you expecting in this one uh, in this one, um, so we saw a couple weeks ago the Detroit Lions, who are one of the hottest teams in football, completely fall on their face at Baltimore. Um, I would not be shocked if we see something similar happen to mm-hmm. Seattle this week. Uh, I'm not touching Geno Smith. He's not been all that great this year anyway, only averaging 13.5 points per game. Uh, and Baltimore giving up the fewest points uh, in our metrics uh, to the quarterback position. So he's a sit for me. Um, I actually have Kenneth Walker ranked pretty low too. I have him as the RB 18 this week, just because I think this could be a tough game for Seattle. Um, And he only had eight or I think it was nine touches last week. Um, I think we're going to see a little bit more Charbonnet moving forward. I think this, this is going to become more committee than it was the first half of the season. So I'm a little bit, he's still startable. I've got him as the RB 18. So he's still in your lineup, but I'm just, not super optimistic uh, on the offense as a whole. Um, and that goes for the wide receivers as well. You're still starting DK. You're still starting Lockett, but I'm probably not starting uh, JSN in this one, even though uh, he was good the last two weeks. And then yeah, on the, on the Baltimore side, not a lot of excitement if we're looking at our guides bars. No, that's just because, you know, uh, Pete Carroll, he, he does love defense and Seattle mm-hmm. hasn't been great the previous couple of years, but that's what he is. And, and I think he's rebuilt that defense. And I think that defense has been better. Um, you're still starting Lamar Jackson, but uh, Gus Edwards, who I did recommend as a start last week. And I think he finishes RB two last week. Um, don't like him as much in this one though. I think he'll be fine. I still got him as an RB two, but I'm not expecting a three touchdown performance by any means in this one. Um, tough matchup for Mark Andrews. So maybe he's an avoid in DFS, but obviously you're starting him in your regular lineups. And then, uh, Zay Flowers, you're still starting him, but it's just been a little bit disappointing with him. He can't seem to find the end zone. He's been kind of inconsistent. Um, I just got him as basically a back-end wide receiver, too, this week, uh, kind of a flex option. All right, next game here, we've got the Cardinals at the Browns. Browns are favored by eight, pretty low on the over-under, 37 and a half. Um, What are you thinking here? I'm a little confused what's going to happen with uh, Kyler Murray because – there, there. He has no injury designation, um, leading up to these weeks. Like, like, l- what am I reading? Let's see. Yesterday they said he was removed from the Cardinals injury report Thursday, but remains on the reserve slash pup list. I think this is one of those things that they're just. I don't know what they're doing. If it's just like, ah, let's just keep testing that knee, make sure he's fine. But then he's like not going to play. I don't expect yeah. him to, to to necessarily play unless I see a different report that says he will play. Um. I don't know. I don't know if they're just if I'm the Cardinals, if you're really looking long term, you probably don't play him this year. Um, but I don't know why you don't just like put him on the full injured reserve. So I don't know. It's probably gonna be Clayton Toon, though. Obviously not looking to start him. Um I 
honestly, this this is just an offense I'm avoiding. Cleveland's a tough defense. Miles Garrett's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. He's going to wreak havoc in this one. The only player I'm probably considering a little bit is Trey McBride, only because it's tight end. It's not a great matchup. Cleveland giving up the fewest fantasy points. Um, and but it's it's tight end, so I, I'll give him a pass as like a back end tight end one in your lineup, depending on your other options. And then Marquise Brown, because he has been able to get it done uh, in tough matchups, I'd still consider him a kind of a wide receiver three start. But other than that, I'm looking to avoid the Cardinals uh, altogether. And then on Cleveland, um, I believe it is. Here, let me get it pulled up here. I don't know. Have you heard anything with uh, with Watson? Are we. I, I traded him. Okay. I just am like, I don't want to deal with this. And uh, <laughs> well, this was the one time, Stephen, the, uh, you know, the like trade block that they have on sleeper. Yeah. It, it worked like a charm. I, I, I said, s- I said, these three guys, I don't want these three guys on my team. They were gone that afternoon. You know, just, yeah. you know, that that's how it is in real life. They're like, I don't want these guys anymore. And they, yeah. So Deshaun Wash, Watson, Josh Jacobs, and, uh, Kyle Pitts no longer on my team. I was like, get out of here. I'm I'm 500 in that league, and basically those three players have cost me games every week. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm moving on. So I, I I think I may have even taken pennies on the dollar, but I don't care. Get off my team. Yeah. Well, they are. Op- what I'm reading right now is that at the the Athletic is saying that they think he's going to play. He's still going to be kind of like a game time decision. I think it's a an issue of probably a pain tolerance, but also. Uh, strength shoulder strength in that throwing arm so regardless if he does play i'm probably not all that excited to start him because last time he played he didn't last very long and we just haven't seen him yet this season uh so he's more of a wait and see um if he does play i I think it's probably an upgrade to the offense overall the the guys i'm excited about in this one are more the running backs um I mean, as excited as you can get for Cream Hunt and Jerome Ford. But right. if you got him on your lineup, this is the matchup to start them. Um, I like Hunt just a little bit better than Ford. He's the guy that's been getting the, t- uh, the goal line work. So I think those guys make for an RB2, RB3 uh, flex option. I'd get them in your lineup. Um, as far as the pass catchers go, probably only looking at Amari Cooper. It is a good matchup for the wide receivers. And P.J. Walker, if he ends up getting the start, He's at least got some reps under his belt. Um, Amari came through last week. So if he can come through in a tough matchup last week, I think he could come through this week. So I'm looking to start Amari Cooper. Probably not so much Elijah Moore. And um, David Njoku, sure, let's start him. It is tight end. Uh, I still got him as a back end tight end one. Um, But most of the points against the Cardinals have been coming from the other positions. So uh, they may not need him in this one. We decided on the, the pod on Monday that Njoku should be better than he is. Yeah, he should be. Why isn't he? Did you get, did you decide why he's not? No, we just we were just like, why isn't he? That was the maybe it was you know it was a little, we didn't answer the question. We just asked it. Why yeah. why isn't he better? So yeah, he's just a freak. He looks like a physical freak of nature, and just like score more fantasy points. Come on. Yeah. All right. Uh, next game here we got the Rams at the Packers. Uh, man, Packers Packers are favored by three though. Let's see what happens. Well, Thirty eight and a half <laughs> point over I think, under. I think the big part of that is we don't. I don't think Stafford's playing. Um, he's got that thumb injury and he didn't practice Thursday. Now leading up to kickoff, you know, things could change and he's not a, he's a veteran. He doesn't need to practice in order to start. So basically just monitor that. Um, if he does play, 
I think everything is as if nothing happened. <laughs> you maybe give a slight downgrade to Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Um, but if he does play, I still think those guys are, are going to be fine. If he doesn't play, though, I, I am going to lower Nakua in my rankings. Um, I've got him right now as like a wide receiver, too. I, I don't know. Um, I, you know, this is my, just my initial rankings of the wide receivers. I'm going to tweak these over the next over today and tomorrow based on practice reports. But I'm just nervous uh, with uh, Brett Rippon ripping the ball to these guys. So it's a downgrade. You're still getting them in your lineups, but you, you have to temper expectations uh, for them. And then the running backs, I don't know what to expect in this one. Daryl Henderson was added to the practice squad and then pulled back. Uh, I thought he was going to be the main guy going forward, but I wouldn't be surprised if Royce Freeman gets a little more work in this one. So probably a running back uh, backfield, unless you're really hurting um, at running back. I'm probably looking to avoid just because I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Sean McVay, if anything, he does he likes running backs for five minutes and then he doesn't like them and he likes other running backs. So we'll see what happens there. And then as far as the Green Bay Packers, um, I actually like Jordan Love a little bit this week. Uh, the Rams giving up the third most fantasy points to the quarterback position. I kind of have him as like a back end QB one. I got him as a QB twelve right now. Um, so I actually like him as a streaming option this week. Um, the running backs, I, I still I'm still starting Aaron Jones. Still got him as like a back end mid range RB two. Would like to see a little bit more out of him, but uh, I still think the talents there and the matchups there. So like Aaron Jones, don't love AJ Dillon though. I only really like him in in, in smash matchups, and this is not a smash matchup. Uh, Luke Musgrave. It, the Rams have given up the um, second most receiving yards in our metrics, uh, so I I don't mind him as a streaming tight end. But I do think it really. Depends on your team. I do think there's better options. I'm as the tight end 15. And then as far as the wide receivers go, um, I'm not sure what the latest is with Christian Watson um, as far as his hamstring. Um, but overall, the matchup for the Packers wide receivers, um, it's not great. Rams have been actually pretty decent against wide receivers. Um, so it's kind of a downgrade for them. Um, I think there's better options out there. I'm not too excited to start any of the wide receivers, only maybe as like a flex option. All right, sounds good. Next one here, we've got the Bucks at the Texans. Texans are actually favored by two and a half. That's interesting. And uh, we have an over-under of 40. Um, this will not make the quad box, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's all right. Actually, you know, Nico Collins, he's been kind of fun to watch. CJ Stroud's been fun to watch. I'm, I'm probably being overly critical on, on these guys. And Baker's been, he's been kind of fun, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Last week, he finished top 10. So, yay. Um, now as far as, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, if you, Hey, it's not the worst matchup for Baker Mayfield going against Houston. Um, I'd, I'd like it a little bit better if it was at home. Uh, I, but I think he could be, I've got him as a QB 15. I think he could be like a, uh, in a super flex or a, uh, deeper league. If you need help, I think he's an okay streaming option. Um, Rashad white. Now he's not like lighting the world on fire or anything, but he's getting enough catches to be startable every week he's averaging 12 and a half points per game and that's he's been improving uh more recently so i like him i've got him as the rb14 um i actually think this is a really good matchup for kate otten uh going against uh houston they're giving up the third most fantasy points to the tight end or excuse me the tight end position so i like him as like a streaming option if you're desperate um and then not a great matchup for the wide receivers um houston's been pretty stout against wide receivers uh, they're a top 10 unit or uh, facing facing wide receiver sorry i said that kind of weird but 
they're hard. They're a tough matchup. So I still like it's still Mike Evans, still Chris Godwin. I still have Evans as my wide receiver 11 and wide receiver 18 for Godwin. But uh, I just temper expectations a little bit for them. And then as far as Houston goes, let me get over to them real quick. Um, I think it's a decent matchup for CJ Stroud. Tampa Bay has been pretty vulnerable against the quarterback position. Now they did just face Josh Allen, which he makes everybody, uh, every defense look vulnerable. But um, I think he's definitely streamable in this one. I've got him as a top 10 quarterback right now. Um, so I like him. Uh, I'm not starting any of these running backs, though. Damian Pierce, it's been brutal. He's averaging eight points per game. Uh, he could start losing more work to Devin Singletary because he's just been that bad. And it's a tough matchup. Uh, Tampa Bay giving up the third fewest points in our metric to the running back position. So all out avoid on the running backs there. Um, but I still like Nico Collins. I like Tank Dell and I like Dalton Schultz in this one. I think you can start those guys depending on uh, what your team format looks like because uh, the matchup is there for, for all three of them. All right. Next one here, we've got the commanders at the Patriots. Patriots favored by three. Uh, I guess because it's in Foxborough, they haven't looked very good, but uh, yeah, kind, kind of some duds this week, huh? And then a uh, 40 and a half point over under. You know, I don't know if it's it. I think it is the Bill Belichick uh, respect. Whenever I have a team and especially if it's a team that's all like that's been notoriously bad recently, like the Washington commanders, when they have to play a team like the Patriots, I get nervous, mm-hmm. you know? Cause it's like, oh, the Patriots suck. And like, I'm looking at it right now and all the, the, the metrics show, this is a very good matchup. So I am going to say, yes, start Sam Howell, start Brian Robinson, uh, start Logan Thomas, start Terry McLaurin. And in deeper leagues, uh, freaking Jahan Dotson, I went against him last week and the, and he <laughs> torched me. I'm like, the guy's done nothing all season. And what he put up like 20 some points versus me, which really pissed me off. So I'm going to say you could start those guys, but. I don't feel great saying it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, this is in, in Foxborough. Uh, I don't know. I don't poke the bear too much and he'll, he'll get you. So uh, <laughs> I like those guys, but if this game flips and, and new England routes them or their defense just shows up, I would not be shocked about that. But I will say this is like a top 10 matchup for all those positions. So you, you, you just got to look at the matchup and go, well, there's no reason to avoid it. Um, Sorry, are you going to say something? Nope. Oh, okay. And then uh, New England. I do like Mac Jones as kind of a streaming option this week. Washington, uh, very vulnerable to quarterbacks, giving up the second most fantasy points, the most touchdowns, the second most yards in our metrics. They're they're very beatable. So I think Mac Jones could show up in this one. Um, and I like that Demario Douglas um, that we talked about as a free agent ad uh, this week. Um, for waivers so i like him as a kind of a flex play in this one um i actually have to start hunter henry in the league because i'm i'm decimated at tight end um and i think it's a decent matchup for tight ends against washington so i do like him pff actually has that as like a really good matchup as well using their strength to schedule metric so like hunter henry is a streaming option in this one and then uh not as good of a run a matchup for the running backs you're not starting zeke obviously but i think ramondre stevenson he still makes your lineup Got him as the RB15 this week. All right. Next one here, we've got the Bears at the Saints. This is our uh, largest spread of the weekend. Eight and a half point favorites. The Saints, uh, 41 point over and under. Guess they're not expecting much out of your arm wrestling, dude. No, no, I'm not either. 
Um, and this is in New Orleans, which is always a tough place to play. So you are starting the Saints defense for sure. Uh, you're not starting Tyson Baguette um, in this one. Really, I- I'm downgrading everybody. It's not a great matchup for the running backs either. I'm probably looking to avoid starting either of these running backs in this one. Honestly, let's just cut to the chase. I'm starting DJ Moore. That's about it uh, <laughs> in this matchup. I've already talked about how the Saints are uh, tough against tight ends. So Cole Komet, um, for some reason, is not pulling up on my thing. But uh, he gets a downgrade in this one as well. I think he uh, I think he got you zero points last week. So until Justin Fields come back, I'm not, not all that optimistic in a lot of the players in this offense. Um, and then uh, let me get to New Orleans here. I actually was just writing this morning about Derek Carr. I've got him as a start this week. I think it's a really good matchup for him. Chicago's been very beatable. They're a top five unit to attack with your quarterback. Um, Really like him this week. And actually, he has scored at least 15 fantasy points in four straight weeks. I was looking at it. It's like 15, 16, 17, 18 fantasy points. And (laughs) I talked to you, Jesse, about that one game where uh, Foster Moreau just had one of the worst drops I've seen. So it could have even been better for Derek Carr. He's had two top 10 performances over the past month. So, uh, I really like Derek Carr as a, I've got him as a QB 11 this week. So I think he could definitely be starting on a lot of teams this week. Uh, Alvin Kamara, <clears throat> excuse me, Alvin Kamara, Jesse, did you know he's averaging the most points per game, uh, of any running back since, uh, this season? No, I didn't or since that. his return, I believe McCaffrey's averaging more, but since, Camara uh rejoined the Saints. Yeah. Uh he's he's uh no, I'm really Camara, he's he's been amazing right now. He's uh, other than McCaffrey, he's my RB2 rest of the season. So obviously you're playing him. Um Taysom Hill, you got him in your uh your lineup, Jesse, at tight end this week. You know, I went I went and I picked him up. Uh, you know, best ball, I don't gotta worry about it. But no. I will say uh he's he's dealing with something. I don't know what he tweaked. I can't oh, find okay. what it is, but he he is he's been a limited participant this week and he's questionable on on sleeper and and the point total keeps going down. So I'm getting uh, getting a little nervous about Taysom Hill. You may need to monitor that. Um you know earlier you talked about Hunter Henry being maybe a good flyer option if you're in a league like me where I have yeah. no tight ends. Yeah, uh, I might actually roll with Hunter Henry over Taysom Hill this week just because I don't know. Uh, they might be kind of resting him against a bad team, uh, yeah. so they can use him more. So just something to keep in mind. Well, and Jawan Johnson could be an alter uh, an option for you as well. I think he could he could uh, show up in this one. The um, Chicago very beatable at the tight end position, like from a real tight end, not Taysom Hill doesn't really count, but, um, <laughs> but they are giving up the second most receptions, uh, using that fantasy guides average, uh, for, for, uh, our, our metrics there. And then I think the big Chris Olave game finally happens this week. The, the guy, I don't know what it is with him and Derek Carr. Derek Carr has been yelling at him. Uh, I've seen the football bounce off his helmet last week on what would have been a big play. I think it's coming. Um, and I think it could happen this week. And then Michael Thomas, Jesse, <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. I think I said he scored 10 and a half points last week, and I think he scored exactly that. So that's hilarious. Michael Thomas, pencil him in for 10 and a half points this week. <laughs> All right, next game here, Colts at the Panthers. Colts are favored by two and a half, 44 point over under. Bryce Young got his first win last week. And uh, yeah, they're, I mean, they're expecting some points at least. I, I, the one that I'm banking on this one having the big game is Jonathan Taylor. I think this is his uh, big game of the season. Uh, Carolina has been very beatable, giving up the most points to the running back position in our metrics. Um, love him this week. So Jonathan Taylor, not like you weren't starting him, but just expect 
big things from him. I even think Zach Moss could um, be serviceable, serviceable in this one because they still are using both running backs. So I think he's kind of an RB back in RB two uh, in in my rankings. Um, and then the only wide receivers I'm I'm excited. I don't even know if I say excited uh, is uh, Michael Pittman. I, I still think he's the one getting the targets. So if I'm picking between those two, he's the guy I like. Um, Josh Downs, I've got him as more of like a flex this week. It's not a great matchup against Carolina. They have been pretty good against the wide receiver position. Um, and then Gardner Minshew, uh, you know, he's a baller. Um, I think he could he could do something in this one, but I still only have him as like a mid-range uh, QB2. Um, actually, I don't know. I've kind of... I don't know. He, he's just, he's a hard guy to evaluate. Like I, I don't ever want to rank him that high unless the matchup's really good. This one's not great. So it kind of depends on your options, but yeah, um, kind of like a mid range QB two, I'd say. And then Carolina, let me get up to them. Uh, Bryce young, it, you know, he started to look a little bit better. Um, I think that the matchup is there for him. Uh, Indianapolis. The only thing I'm worried about is him getting sacked another four or five times in this one. But, um, I think he's again mid-range QB two, kind of similar to Gardner Minshew. Um, I really like Chuba Hubbard in this one, though. I think like they're really starting to because of this Miles Sanders injury, kind of shift the work over to him. So I'm definitely starting Chuba Hubbard in this one. Uh, I got him as the RB sixteen this week. The um, the Colts have been very beatable at the running back position, giving up the third most fantasy points. So get Chuba in your lineup. Probably go, probably looking to avoid Miles Sanders. I. that injury set him back and I don't know if they consider him the, the main running back there anymore either. Um, I think a good streaming option, like a, a super desperate play, Jesse, if you, if you need one could be Hayden Hurst in this one. Uh, the matchup is good. Indianapolis is a top 10 unit to attack with your tight end. So, um, not, not like I'm expecting a big game from him, but if you're desperate, I think he could come through and then Adam Thielen, uh, starting him. I mean, he's the only other player on the Panthers that we haven't talked about that I would, uh, you know, he's a top 10 wide receiver. So definitely starting him. All right. Next one here. We've got the Giants at the Raiders. Uh, Raiders are favored by one and a half, which is a little sad playing against a third string quarterback, I think, at this point. Uh, Over under 37. Raiders defense, I'm guessing, is a decent stream. Yeah. Yeah. Although is Daniel Jones, to, I, I want to see if he practices today. They they had said originally that he was going to come back um, week 10. I want to see if there's any, I want to see if there's any updates on him this morning. No, oh, he, 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 no he practiced in full on Thursday. So oh. I think we could get some Daniel Jones this week. Um, I did recommend the Raiders, I think earlier in the week as a, yeah, I did as a, defense to stream i mean you could still stream him it's it's still daniel jones i'm not i'm not scared off by daniel jones he's one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the nfl but obviously that's going to upgrade the offense a little bit uh if he plays versus um can't even think of forgot the other guy's name um but uh i really like saquon barkley in this one this is a matchup for your running back um, I've got him ranked currently as my RB2 this week. The Raiders giving up the most touches to the running back position, the second most fantasy points. So really like Barkley in this one. Um, not really looking to start any of the wide receivers, though. That's a complete avoid for me. Um, another sneaky, uh, he's not actually in my guy, Jesse, but Daniel Bellinger. I thought he looked decent at times last year, um, and then he was completely forgotten once they signed Darren Waller. But I think he could be one of those sneaky tight end options this week if you're 
if you're super desperate, like I actually am in one league where I have to uh, play Hunter Henry. Um, And then on the Raiders side of the ball, we're going to get Aiden O'Connell this week. And uh, in the, in the one start he had earlier this season, uh, I thought he looked pretty good. So hopefully he can keep that going. Um, Not going to start him by any means, but uh, hopefully he'll be good for these pass catchers. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Good matchup for him. I got him as the RB5 this week. I'm expecting a good game from him. Uh, don't love Michael Mayer. He's a sit for me this week. It's a tough matchup. The, that's one area that the Giants are good is stopping the tight end. They're a top five unit against the tight end. Um, Devontae Adams, I, I would keep trying to buy low if you can. If people are completely frustrated with him, he almost had a big game. He had a ton of missing points where Jimmy G just could not hit him. Um, he's going to have a, I, I think he has a really big game uh, at home against the Giants. Uh, I like him and Jacoby Myers this week. All right. Next one here, five and two Cowboys at seven, one Eagles. This will be a good one. Eagles favored by three over under 47. One of our hires of the week. Yeah. I just hope we get, um, you know, Dak Prescott, he's kind of like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. High tech quarterback. Like sometimes, sorry, my throat was a little dry there. Uh, sometimes he looks amazing. And then other times he looks like God awful. Uh, but matchups there, Philly has been getting torched by quarterbacks. Sam Howell was, was he the QB one last week? I believe against Philly mm-hmm. finished with the most points. So I think Dak could do something similar. I've got him as my QB seven this week. He's definitely a start. Um, temper expectations for Tony Pollard though. I mean, I'm still got him ranked as an RB 10, but Philly very stout against the running back, giving up the fewest fantasy points to the position. Um, but all the other positions, I, I'm starting CD Lamb. I'm starting Jake Ferguson. I even in deeper leagues, I think a good Hail Mary type play is Brandon Cooks. Now, I, I think I was looking at it. In every game but one, he's been targeted exactly four times. And he hasn't had more than 45 receiving yards in any game. But sometimes if the matchup's there, and this is like the perfect matchup, Philly is a top, basically a top two unit in every receiving metric uh, to, to go up against. So, uh, I like him as like a, a flex if you need that home run. Like if you're an underdog in this matchup, you're expected to get blown out. Uh, get to, get Brandon Cooks in your lineup. Love it. And then and then uh, Philadelphia, you're starting everybody, but just probably some downgrades, you know, across the board. Dallas is a good defense. I'm really excited to see Micah Parsons going after, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts and shutting down Swift and going after the uh, Dallas Goddard. I think that's going to be exciting, but uh, this is a tough matchup for all the pass catchers on this one, but it doesn't matter. You're starting AJ Brown. Obviously he's on an insane historic tear. Uh, Devonta Smith. He's the one I'm a little more worried about, but he's still a baller. He can come up big in any game. So I've got him as my wide receiver 21, uh, but all in all, this is just a little bit tougher matchup for these guys, but you're starting them regardless. All right, next one here. The night game is Bills at the Bengals. Another good one. Uh, Bengals favored by two, 49 and a half point over under, I think our largest of the weekend. Um, so good one here. So it's very primetime heavy, Stephen. I think, I think I'm going to avoid football during the day and make sure I'm settled in for the, the uh, yeah. after, afternoon and night game. Well, get that morning game in. Get that German ge- Germany yeah, game. Germ- yeah, and Germany then, and take a break. <laughs> yeah, then take a break. Yeah, and then go back at night. Um, Love it. Yeah, actually, this was I was this the Sunday no Monday night game last year was the uh, Demar Hamlin game when the fantasy season like got oh, thrown into a, right. a tussle because of this. And Cincinnati actually looked really good coming out of the gates. They I think I believe if I remember correctly had stopped Buffalo and then went down the field and scored, and then the Demar Hamlin thing happened. So um, 
curious in this one. I actually, who's uh, Bills are, yeah, Cincinnati's favorite in this one. I'm, I'm not yeah. surprised by that, actually. Um, I, uh, obviously, you're starting Josh Allen. Hey, this is going to be interesting. Leonard Fournette, uh, I don't expect him to get a lot of use in this one. Um, and I do think when he does get used, it's going to be at the expense of Latavius Murray, not so much James Cook. So I'm not really downgrading James Cook too much uh, moving forward once we because I do think Leonard Fournette will be that second guy at some point. Um, but uh, I again, I think he's just going to take the Murray work. So nothing changes for me for James Cook. I, the only thing is, it's, it's not an easy matchup. Cincinnati's pretty good at stopping receiving backs. Um, they're a top five unit against receiving backs. So uh, temper expectations, I still have him as my RB19. Really love uh, Dalton Kincaid in this one, though. I've got him as my tight end four this week. He's a start. I'm writing about him right now in my start sit column. So get Kincaid in your 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 lineup. Cincinnati giving up the second most fantasy points to the position. Uh, and then obviously starting digs, but I'm, I don't think, depending on who else you got, I think Gabe Davis could be a sit in this one. Um, it's just the matchup's not that great. Cincinnati's been pretty good against wide receivers. Um, so I've got him as my wide receiver 32. So he's probably more of like a wide receiver three flex option, depending on your league size. Um, and then let's go to Cincinnati here. All right. Uh, obviously you're starting Joe Burrow. You're starting Joe Mixon. Uh, you're starting everybody actually. <laughs> uh, you're starting the wide receivers. I do think we're still waiting on that T Higgins big game to happen. I mean, Jamar chase is just, he, he's getting like 12 targets a game, which is insane. Um, and so that's really left not a lot of meat on the bone for T Higgins, but we know it's coming. Um, I like him in this one. I was, I got him as my wide receiver 16 would not be surprised if he has a good game in this one. So get him in your lineup. Um, but yeah, that's, that's for, uh, that's all I got for bills and uh, Bengals. All right, last one here, our Monday night game. We've got the Chargers at the Jets. Chargers favored by three and a half, over under of 40. Yeah. Uh, this is a tough matchup for the, the Chargers on the road in New York uh, against a very good Jets secondary. Um, I like the running backs more than I like the receivers in this one. Um, I still obviously are playing Justin Herbert. But I don't love the matchup for him. I got him as my QB8 versus typically I've got him as close to a top five option. Um, I think this could be the Austin Eckler game where he gets the 10 dump off receptions, you know, for a total of like 100 total yards and probably a touchdown. So I like Austin Eckler in this one. Um, I actually think that the matchup favors Gerald Everett and Donald Parnum a little bit more than it favors the wide receivers. So depending on what your needs are at tight end, I'm giving you a lot of like what if at tight end, Jesse, uh, you're probably going to yeah, probably try to corner me and get me to pick one <laughs> out of all the options I'm giving you. And I don't, I don't love it, but uh, jets, the one area they've been a little bit more beatable is against the tight end position, giving up the most touchdowns actually to the uh, tight end position in our metrics. So, um, and then downgrade for the wide receivers with sauce Gardner and company Keenan Allen, obviously you're starting him, but uh, I actually am writing about Josh Palmer as a sit. I've got him as my wide receiver 39 this week. Don't love the matchup for him. Um, so I'm not looking to start him or Quentin Johnson in this matchup. And then finally, let me get to New York here. All right. Um, if you're looking for a streaming quarterback, I do think Zach Wilson could be in play in this one. The chargers 
uh, have given up the second most fantasy points to the quarterback position. Um, and we've seen Zach Wilson be decent in a few games this season. So he's kind of a Hail Mary quarterback start if you need one. Brees Hall, love him in this matchup. Um, really, really impressed with how Brees Hall has looked coming off that knee injury. Uh, I think he's averaging, if not the most, one of the most uh, average yards per carry among running backs this season, which has been pretty impressive. So like Brees Hall in this one. Um, like Tyler, oh, sorry, Jesse, another uh, tight end streaming option I like this week, Tyler Conklin. <laughs> <laughs> Chargers have been pretty beatable, and he's had games where he's been heavily targeted, and it wouldn't surprise me if we see that this week with Conklin. Um, and then Garrett Wilson, I got him as a wide receiver one this week. You're, you're definitely starting him. Um, but those are that's pretty much wraps it up for the Jets that I'm looking to start in this one. All right. Sounds good, man. That is it for us for this week. Uh, again, this is the flex. We do this every Friday morning. Uh, tune in next Monday. We do our recap episode. We bring Casey on for his, uh, antics and, uh, yeah, we'll be ready to go. Steven, uh, hope you have a good weekend, man. You too, buddy. Um, we'll, uh, we'll see you on the, the little text chain. Sure. That's right. At some point. So, all right, pal. Good, good luck. See you.